0: you agree that you know it's time that we all wake up and take responsibility even for our ancestors that did not know any better? And waiting patiently to have this kind of conversation. <laughs> well, it's another Wake Up with KC. I'm Kimberly. And, you know, if you don't know what your limited beliefs are, mental programmings, even emotional and energetic traumas, or what is truly holding you back from being your authentic self, who would you go to? Well, guess what? I have a guest on my show that... This is what she loves to do. This is her passion, and this is how she can help you too. So, joining us today is Lanisha Kipson. Hello, Lanisha. How are you?
1: I'm good, Kimberly. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing wonderful now that I get to have <laughs> you on my show, and we can. You're, we're so like-minded in our in our concepts on yeah. wanting to help people and educate, inform, and enlighten them about. You know, the limited beliefs mental Mm -hmm. program, even the emotional energetic trauma. So please share with us. What is it that you do and what inspired you or sparked this passion to do what it is today?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So what I do is I help primarily women. Um, I will help anyone, but primarily women basically figure out um, any limited beliefs they have, we're all conditioned right we're all conditioned from childhood um, to um, think certain things, live a certain way, certain beliefs right from our experiences and these conditioned beliefs um, actually um, determine like how we react to challenges, like how we um, carry ourselves, how we treat other people, you know, just different things like that, like just how we live our lives, right? But sometimes these conditioned beliefs can have limiting effects, right? So um, a lot of times, if you, you know, have negative beliefs about yourself, like maybe you can't, you know, you believe you're, you know, you're not good at a certain thing, or, you know, you want to start a business, but it's never going to work. These limited beliefs that you may have, um, you know, can keep you from living your full, full potential, right? And so... Um, what I do is I help women figure out what their limited beliefs are. Like we, you know, we'll talk about their childhood. We'll talk about, you know, what they believe about relationships, about um, just life in general. And those limiting beliefs that I can, you know, kind of pinpoint and see that's that's not really, you know, going to help you in life. That's not going to help fulfill you. That's not you living your authentic self. We'll try to re- like transform their mindset. Um, and actually, have them, you know, develop a growth mindset. So I've just seen a lot of people in life growing up um, that feel like they're stuck in a certain, you know, a certain position. They're stuck in love. They feel like they're stuck in life. They feel like they're stuck, um, you know, just not really fulfilling, you know, their dreams, their lives, their goals. Um, and so I help women become the best versions of themselves. I help them eliminate these limiting beliefs. Um, and actually, yeah develop a growth mindset to where they can actually, you know, live the life they've always wanted to.
0: Right, and would you agree that um, not only does it stem from childhood and your upbringing, Mm -hmm. but culture and religion?
1: Absolutely, I do agree with that, yes. A lot of times people have um, very strict religions, right? Like they grew up in a certain, like my family on my mom's side is actually um, Jehovah's Witness, so you know we didn't—they didn't celebrate. My mom kind of broke out of that when she got a little older, but they didn't celebrate holidays. You know, there's a lot of like strict beliefs there, and so absolutely, I think religion and your culture plays a big, you know, a big part of you know those limiting or conditioned beliefs. Absolutely. Yeah. And
0: would would you agree that you know because I talk about. Uh, Epigenetics and Mm -hmm. emotional energetic traumas because what you feel creates the energy. Mm -hmm. And being a woman and you're pregnant, right? Whatever you're going through, experiencing, and feeling, guess what? Mm -hmm. That child that you're carrying is experiencing the same thing, too. So he's already being programmed.
1: That's absolutely right. That's absolutely correct. Yes, I completely agree with that. That's right. So it starts even before, you know, you're even here. Absolutely. energies trans, you know, transfer in the womb. And yeah, so that can actually play a part in, you know. And like you were in your mother's womb.
0: I was in my oh. mother's womb. She yeah. was in my mother's womb and it keeps going backwards. That's right. That's right.
1: Yeah. It's a cycle.
0: It, yeah. And then yeah. look at the timelines of history, because I became a history geek. Mm hmm and what you know the 1914s i mean even on in like 95,000 bc yeah you know in the ancient civilization of mm-hmm. what it was like back then and what was going on and then yeah you can look at the bi- biblical story right and see similar writings that they all join together it's like mm-hmm. miss- missing pieces to the puzzle of history right. So once you ask the question, question everything, Mm -hmm. it all starts to make more sense. Then you have like this self awareness or self realization. Like, holy,
1: that's right. We got it all
0: wrong.
1: Yeah,
0: that's right. I've been all this Mm -hmm. time. Mm
1: -hmm. That's right. That's absolutely correct. So my childhood and kind of, I had some limiting beliefs growing up. Um, and I actually like figured them out pretty early on. And that's what I wanted to do for other women. Right. Um, so my childhood, I, so I'm originally from Philadelphia and, um, my parents and I moved here. My brother moved to Texas. I live in Texas. Um, we moved here when I was really little. So I called Texas home. I was young, and you know, went to elementary school in Texas. Um, we got to Texas because my dad was in the military. He was in the Air Force, got stationed in Fort Worth, Texas, and um, they, my parents, got divorced when we moved here. So shortly after, so I was probably like seven, eight years old when my parents got divorced, and so my dad continued to, you know, travel around, got stationed in other places, you know, due to the Air Force. So um, it was just me, me, my mom, and my brother. My brother eventually decided he didn't like Texas, moved to. Maryland moved back to you know the East Coast to live with her um, aunt there, and so it was just me and my mom you know against the world right. So already I have come from a broken home, and my friends. So my mom developed a lot of friendships with other single moms, and so all of my friends were single single um, kids you know with single moms, and that was that became our circle right. Like so, this is our circle. We have a lot of you know broken families, but we all became our own support systems. Um, and so my first limiting belief was, you know, you don't need to, I mean, which is true, you do not need to have a whole family to have a good support system. But I didn't place that much importance on marriage and, you know, building that family with, you know, a spouse, because I didn't necessarily see that growing up. Um, so I didn't really think that that was really important. So my mindset, when you know, a lot of little girls, when they're little, they dream of the weddings and the wedding dresses and you know this fairy tale happily ever after. We that all was, did, yeah, <laughs> right?
0: Thanks that to was not
1: case. exactly, yeah. That was not necessarily my reality. That wasn't my dream. My dream wasn't to, you know, wear the wedding dress and become married. It happened, but that wasn't what my, you know, that wasn't my mindset. Um, even in, you know, growing up just, you know, from, just from little to, you know, getting older, that was never my, my thing. Um, So um, like I said, a lot of this, you know, a lot of people believe that marriage is like the way to go marriage. Now, obviously now I do, I've been married now for 15 years, Um, beautiful family, but that was not, you know, what my thought process was. But like I said, I caught that when I uh, met my husband, my now husband in college Um, and so that's my college sweetheart. We've been together forever, but, um, you know, it didn't necessarily start out that way, but then going back, um, you know, sometimes limiting beliefs can kind of destroy you, you know, emotionally, right? Like a lot of times these beliefs that you have about yourself can be extremely negative, right? Like, like I said, you, you know, there's a lot of things you may want to do in life. You may have a lot of goals, but because you have limiting beliefs stopping you, um, or like you said, trauma, like past, you know, energetic trauma, emotional, energetic, tra- energetic trauma can actually play a part in what your life looks like going forward if you don't correct those things and change your mindset. So when I was in high school, another you know, belief that I that was destroyed, I'll say when I was in high school, I'm, it's my sophomore year and it's time for me to get my driver's permit. Right. Because it's time for me to start driving. I'm 15 years old. And um, my parents, you know, got my birth certificate because you need your birth certificate to get your driver's license. And at that point, my parents told me that the father that I mentioned, him, him being in the military, was not actually my father. And I found this out when I was 15 years old. Um, Whoa. And yes. Yeah. So I had this whole other biological father that I had nothing. I knew nothing about no recollection like I knew nothing about him. So this my dad came into the my dad who I call my dad came into the picture when I was a baby, right? So he's been there. He's the only dad I know, but he is not my biological father. And I found that out um when I was uh, like I said 15 years old. They sat me down because my birth certificate had a different last name. So the last name that I've been going to school with and you know I learned to write when I was in kindergarten and you know that I knew like my whole identity <laughs> for the most part was not who I thought I was like my, you know, what I was, who I was Right, But my name wasn't the same. My dad, wasn't my actual dad. So, you know, talk about traumatic, like that was, wow. I'm so huge. sorry. You have yeah. experienced that. That's They wanted to protect me. Right. Like I said, my dad has been in my life since I was a baby. So to them, they were just trying to protect me because I mean, I didn't necessarily need to know any different or they thought I didn't need to know any different. Um, I'm sure they had several conversations, you know, as to whether they should tell me when they should tell me. And they couldn't keep it from me any longer because, like I said, I needed to have my birth certificate to get to get my driver's license. So that was probably one of the biggest, like traumatic experiences I went through. And so, look, I could have either. Taking that information, like I was very hurt, obviously very hurt, confused, because I was like, you know, my name isn't my name and my dad's not my, you know, this whole thing. Um, but, you know, I could have either taken that experience and let it destroy me emotionally, right? Because number one, that could have, um, you know, made me just not trust anybody from this point on, because the people you're supposed to be able to trust the most lied to me my whole life, Well, you know, up until I was 15. I so I Go ahead, I'm sorry. I
0: said I think a lot of times they they do it. They don't even realize they're doing it.
1: Right. That's true. That is very true. So, I could have either, you know, just lost complete trust in everyone because like I said, the people that I'm supposed to be able to trust, if I can't even trust them, then why would I be able to trust anyone else, right? So, I could have gone down that route. I could have, you know, been extremely like I could have became became the victim. Like, you know, my dad, why didn't my dad want me? Um, You know, that like, and then felt really bad about myself. Like, was it something about me, you know, that, you know, made him leave us? Like my mom obviously went through a lot too whenever this happened. Um, So she was hurt a lot. So that could have been a reason why she kept it also. Like she was like, I don't need her to know about this past trauma in my life. And, you know, let her have to deal with that. Um, But yeah, so just, I could have, Taken this information and handled it completely different, um, but because I had a pretty you know pretty strong support system, pretty good role models in my mom, my dad was always there for me. Like I said, he wasn't physically there because he was in the military and traveled, but you know I spent time with him when I could during the summer, and he called a lot. Like he was you know he was a good father to me. Um, so because I had a pretty good support system and because my mindset has always or I've learned to have a pretty positive mindset from the beginning, right? Um, I took this trauma and looked at it positively. So I decided to look at it and take it for, you know, silver lining. This is the, this is actually a good thing because, you know, my biological father didn't want to be there. That's his loss. Right, you know, I had this great dad that's always been there for me. Like he's, you know, loved me unconditionally. Like he's a great dad. You know, I had a, you know, decent childhood. Um, so I looked at it as a positive. Like I actually gained something from this experience instead of looking at it. I know a lot of times, and it's probably easier said than done for some people. But I think a lot of times people, you know, would have taken that information and it would have like affected them for the rest of their lives. And I wasn't gonna let that happen you know, I was like, I'm going to look at this as a positive. And so I think, you know, some, that experience and, you know, some other experience that I've had growing up allowed me to um, be there and be that person, you know, to help other people. Like, let's look at this a different way. You know, these are, you know, traumatic experiences that you went through, but was there something good that came out of it? You know, can you think of, you know, how it actually improved your life in any way? You know, that, that sort of thing. So, you know, I've, taking, like I said, those experiences and other experiences. And, um, you know, I use the things that I've gone through um, and, you know, the the training that I that I have in order to help other people, you know, like I said, live their best life and transform their mindsets to, to positive.
0: So, right. And, and a lot of times, you know, would you agree that most people when they experience something that's hurtful, mm-hmm they create their own victim.
1: That's right. That's absolutely
0: right. Yeah, that's and right. And that holds them prisoner from even moving forward it because they on to that experience in their yeah. mind and yeah. energetically, which changes the biochemistry in your body mm-hmm. that that's produces right. sickness and
1: disease. That's right. That is right. I absolutely agree with that. And that's what I was saying, that I could have gone that route. And a lot of times people do. I could have become a victim, right? I had that, you know, created that victim mentality, but I was not going to let that happen. I was like, well, let's look at this positively. Like this is, while it's traumatic and this is a big blow to, you know, what I thought, you know, again, what is it about it that actually, what's good about it? Like there has to be, you know, not has to be, but a lot of times there is something positive that comes out of trauma, right? So if you can look at, you know, even the small little positive things, and like I said, change your mindset um, you know, you can you know, get rid of that victim mentality, um, and you know, progress forward and actually, you know, live a life of progression and you know, positivity and you know, just the life that you deserve, right? Like the the authentic self, but a positive authentic self. Let's if you have any you know negativity, any trauma that you experience, I help women you know get rid of those. You know, let's address them but let's, you know, put it behind us. Let's get some, a little bit of closure. Let's put that behind us and figure out how to move forward more positively.
0: Yeah. Well, I have a question. Did yeah. you pass your driver's license test? I did. I did. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> After getting up, yeah. I'm waiting for you to say, oh, I passed my driver's license. I test. passed my driver's
1: license. <laughs> That's exactly right. And then I got my name changed. I got my last name changed when I got a little bit older. So in college, I did legally change my last name to my dad's last name, to my you know, actual dad's last name, not my bio dad. Um, so all was right in the world. Like we, like I said, I looked at it as a positive. Um, like I said, it was very hurtful. Was confused. I had all these you know, upset, kind of mad um, emotions because like, you're going yes. To- That's right. Felt sorry for myself for a little while. Um, But then I was like, you know, I'm going to pick myself up, you know, put my big girl panties on. Let's look at this differently. Like my dad is, you know, they didn't, they chose to not tell me that for a reason. I completely understand that. Um, But my dad has been here. So it's not like, and I've never wanted to find my biological dad. That's not, that's never been something, just because I have such a good father figure in my dad now, I've never even wanted to, you know, find who my biological father even was. Like he, like I said, he wasn't there, his loss. Um, you know, so I'm just moving forward with the family that I've, you know, been given. So yeah.
0: So it's like I mean it's just different name, but you had a male figure that was very yes. supportive. So it's yes. how you per you look at things, right. even though it's like, okay, this it's just information mm-hmm. and a little bit of experience that wait, yeah. hold up a second. And it's how you look at things. That's right. And, that's right. And when you go through something, or even like reading the news, mm-hmm. the music, mm-hmm. and right. you know, the people you hang around with, you're getting mm-hmm. all this data and whatnot, and that could also um, create other belief systems. That's absolutely so how right. How you're perceiving the information. Yes,
1: that's right. That's right. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. How do you perceive information? And then even going a little further than that, I could have had or developed these limiting beliefs. And like I mentioned, like uh, the fact that I could have just not trusted anybody anymore. So now my, one of my limiting beliefs could have been the fact that people just are not trustworthy. Like people aren't trustworthy. Like, why should I, you know, be vulnerable with anybody? Why should I, you know, just trust people in general? Um, you know, I could have, develop the belief system that um, I'm not good enough, right? Like, because somebody left me so long ago, like that could have, you know, made a difference in the way I think about myself. Like, I'm just not that good. I'm not good enough for, you know, my biological dad to even stay, you know? So it could have, I could have, like I said, that could have gone completely differently than the way I chose to handle it. And it is a choice. Like that may sound a little harsh, but yes, the way you, you know, um, react to things like I said. Face different challenges. You have a choice um, to decide to look at things either positively, you know, or you know you can develop that victim mentality and look at things negatively. So, and if you and it's it's never too late to change. If you do have that victim mentality, you have a chance to change that around. Like let's let's you know transform this mindset and become you know have, become someone who is not a victim anymore, you have a growth mindset and you actually, you know, see the good in yourself, like stop with the negative self-talk um, and the limiting beliefs about yourself and the world around you. And you know, let's try to, you know, figure out, um, you know, just better ways to, to, you know, look at things really.
0: Yeah, and would you agree that, you know, when you recognize that the limited beliefs, the programming, even the mm-hmm. emotional energetic traumas, mm-hmm. And then you start thinking, feeling, and even doing things differently. It doesn't mm-hmm. happen like a McDonald's drive through. Right. Like, here you go. Right. It takes practice. It takes time. That's right. Learning a new skill. That's right. So, it could take between 21 and 30 days just mm-hmm. for a new habit to stick. That's so exactly a different right. mindset. <laughs>
1: yeah. Right.
0: But every little thing that you do differently, be consciously aware will mm-hmm. bring that momentum Yes, for that change for your future. Like I would say, like Dr. Joe Dispenza, he goes, mm-hmm. you know, become that new and best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to see it. Yeah. Feel it. Right. And what are you thinking constantly? Because if you're, you know, Thinking about your problems that you had the day before when you mm-hmm. go to bed at night, you're right. waking up still in the past.
1: Yes, that's right. Still on that same mindset. That's exactly right. Yeah, I completely agree with that. It doesn't, it's not an overnight thing. It is like you said, it takes a while. 21 days, you know, it's supposed to be, you know, a new habit, right? So affirmations, I believe wholeheartedly that affirmations work. So if you know you have a little voice in your head that constantly is telling you that you can't do something. Um, Or you're not good enough or, you know, don't even try to do those things and reach your goals because it's, you know, it's only going to be short lived anyway. Like whatever, you know, this negative, you know, thought tells you, like, it's going to take a little while to get rid of that. But I wholeheartedly believe that affirmations work. So, you know, it's just kind of reprogramming your brain. Right. Like if you, you know, put positive. Yes. Yeah. So you put you know positive things about yourself, um, and then just com- you know continue to like rehearse them and tell yourself this and like believe it when you say it though like don't just say the words and um you know that's just that just say the words and don't really believe them. like actually believe what you're saying and say it with you know conviction and but if you do that I believe for like 21 to 30 days then something in your brain is going to you know change like it's going to reprogram it maybe not completely. But you will think a little bit better, like you'll think a little bit more positively about yourself, you know, just from doing that alone. There's other things to do to try to, you know, even looking for proof. Like if you, you know, know and you recognize that you probably do have some limiting beliefs, um, but you're not quite sure what to do. Try to find other examples in your life, like around you that support those positive beliefs, um, if that makes sense. So, you know, for instance, if. Um, like I said, like, you know, when I was younger, I didn't necessarily believe in marriage. Like it just wasn't, not that I didn't believe in it, but it just wasn't on my radar. Like that wasn't something that I necessarily wanted to do right away when I, you know, graduated and stuff. That's what happened, (laughs) but that wasn't on my radar. So if there's someone that doesn't necessarily believe that marriage works, you know, they think that, you know, it's, there's no point in getting married because it's either going to end in divorce or it's just not, you know, they just don't believe in the institution of marriage but in their heart of hearts, they think, okay, that may not be the actual, my authentic self, right? Like that may not be what I really believe. That's just what I've seen around me. And so that's, you know, the mindset that I've developed. If you truly believe in your heart that there could be a different way of thinking about that, just look for examples in your life. Like I'm sure, you know, you probably have friends or other family members that have been married for 40, 50 years, you know what I mean? So if there's a way for you to kind of break or, you know, combat this thought, like just kind of break the myth, you know, um, you know, try to find those examples in life for you to, you know, just have a a sample to think differently, if that makes sense. Um, So, yeah, so I truly believe, that. you know, I think sometimes you can recognize that you, there are some limiting beliefs that you have, but you're just like, you know, I don't really necessarily see that in my everyday life. I don't see that marriage is, you know, something that works out for people, but just look around, like you'll, you'll be able to see that there, there are a lot of people that, you know, friends of friends or, you know, family, you know, that not necessarily really family, but family somewhere that, um, there's really good examples of that.
0: Right. And I mean, there is a misconception about marriage, too, mm-hmm. even, you know, from upbringing. And I've done some research on that. And I was, like, blown away mm-hmm. of how it got started. Really? And it was just, like, wow. And honestly, I, I'm, i like, going on 53. Mm-hmm. And I'm past the marriage stuff. And it's, like, yeah. so overrated. And yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's, like, people lost the... Meaning you create your own marriage. It's yeah. not based on religion. It's not based right. on right. you know tradition from our ancestors because apparently they screwed up on yeah. their marriages and mm-hmm. and their traditions and 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 whatnot. It, it's a, like a belief system programming. Yeah. That's
1: right about
0: marriage. And I'm just like at my phase in my life. I'm like, you know what? A partnership. Yeah. That's- okay. That works for me. I just want a partner. That's it. Right.
1: And I think also, too, you know, with regard to that, I think if you find the right person, that could completely change your mind, too. Because like I said, I wasn't that wasn't necessarily I always figured that I would get married. But it was like, you know, it'd be later in life, like after I, you know, established my career and all that stuff. But then it's like I met the one and that completely changed my mindset right there. Like I met the person that I knew that I was supposed to be with. And then that whole mindset about, oh, I don't need to get married. I was like, okay, I need to, <laughs> this is the one I actually want to spend the rest of my life with him. Like this is, you know, this is the real deal. So I think too, different experiences can change in mindset too. You know, it can completely, you know, kabosh whatever beliefs that you may have had as well. Yeah, but
0: then look what you did. You manifested yeah. what you truly wanted. That's right, that's absolutely true. Like, I want to get my career going. I want to finish college. Boom. There it showed up right about that time. Yeah, you are the creator of your own destiny.
1: Absolutely. Yes, you are. Absolutely.
0: Good. Like, I don't like to say good or bad. It's just whatever you're thinking, you Mm -hmm. are actually creating and it will manifest in some form. Because what is that? um, Energy flows where attention Goes or whatever you focus on, energy
1: flows. I think that's how energy flows. Energy goes where attention flows. It's something to that effect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember, <laughs> but it's like, you know, whatever
0: you, you focus your attention in, that's yeah. where that energy is going to
1: go. That's right.
0: That's right. And there's no, honestly, there's no good or bad or wrong or right. Right. It's just what works mm-hmm. and what doesn't work because mm-hmm. i watched my vocabulary now right right you know oh did this work for you well no okay well look at it in a different way and try mm-hmm. new things. right how do you right. think that the the wealthy and the rich you know their mindset
1: mm-hmm.
0: because it's like okay it didn't work well let's try a different way right let's keep trying
1: just trying rich, to work until yeah work yeah, absolutely. And I
0: think time and time again in history of mm-hmm. uh, people that have done something a thousand times and then yeah. that one thousand and one time it did it.
1: It works. Yeah. Yeah. That's right.
0: So now I understand you're you have a website, mm-hmm.
1: but you have a unique name periscope oh correct yes i thought you meant my name i was like yeah my name is unique <laughs> <Yes.
0: laughs> no business for your website and can you yes like share yes. what sparked or inspired? yeah absolutely
1: so yes the name of my company is periscope life coaching and i got that name because a periscope is a lens right it's a lens normally i think it's out of the water like it's a lens normally out of the water but it's a lens that helps people see things around them that they can't normally see, right? It's, mm-hmm. um, you know, so to use it, the way I kind of use it for women and kind of the, the um, metaphor is a lot of times people are kind of stuck in their way of thinking. Um, they think of themselves a certain way and it's hard for them to see themselves outside of that. And so mm-hmm. a Periscope, is basically a a metaphor for self-discovery, right? So it allows people to see things outside of their direct view. So it allows people to kind of self-discover themselves and um, recognize that, you know, if it's something negative within them that they believe, like there is more to you that maybe you can't see that you need someone like me to help you see, right? Like you're, you know, uniquely beautiful um, your imperfections are what make you amazing and great, you know. So instead of thinking of yourself as, you know, you know, I have these flaws about me and just negative things about you, like, yeah, you have flaws, but that's what makes you beautiful. That's what makes you you, right? That's what makes you unique. So you know, if you can have somebody on the outside showing you that these negative things that you think about yourself actually are not negative, right? It's they're actually positive, and um, the whole self-discovery is you know like we've been talking about like becoming your authentic self like it's kind of hard to figure out who you are as a person even like a lot of us you know are you know married we're moms you know we're you know have careers businesses and so we're so wrapped up into those things we don't necessarily know what we want but what our actual goals are because we are so busy you know taking care of other people um, and, you know, making sure everybody else is okay. So when it comes down to, you know, what is it that we actually want? It's sometimes hard to to say what that is, you know? And so I help women um actually figure out what they want in life. Like this is your time to focus on yourself. Let's put yourself a priority also. Not neglect your family and your other responsibilities, but let's also include yourself too. Let's make sure you're happy and um, you know, you're able to get out of this life what you want out of it, right? So um, that's where the name Periscope came from.
0: Wow! Do you have um, any programs or like even workshops coming? You know, um, I don't actually.
1: So what I did, so I'm local, so I am gonna start doing virtual workshops. What I have been doing is, is local branches. Um so I host a monthly brunch um for women. So we've done vision boards, we've talked about relationships, um we had some relationship experts come out and talk to the women about um intentional dating and kind of like some fun um dating advice during COVID like things like that. So that's kind of what I'm doing right now are these local brunches. Um it's for women to meet other, you know, like-minded people and to kind of learn so I give tips and guidance. Um to women during, so it's kind of quote unquote kind of a um, co- a group coaching session, but it's in more of in a fun way. The you know the brunches are free. You know I normally have speakers come out. You know I'll talk to them about you know just basic different topics to help guide them through this whole life journey. Um, so that's but but that's local. So I am going to start this summer, um, likely August. It's not scheduled just yet, but August I'm going to be starting uh, workshops because a lot of my clients are um, national, they're all over the place. I don't have most, I have a few clients that are local, but a lot of them, because of this whole virtual, um, way of doing things now, a lot of my clients are actually in other States, like they're all across the country. So I do need to, um, like, like actually finish the final touches, put things together for my workshop, but I'll probably try to do those like once a quarter. They're not set now, but, you know, starting, like I said, in August or September, then I'll start that wow like workshops. yeah yeah that's so it'll be it'll be like a similar similar concept like i said like figure and it, it could be i might let that be a mixed audience because i know not only women you know need this help so um it's probably going to be a mixed audience but again it, it'll be virtual and kind of same concept like we'll every quarter we'll probably talk about different um things that people go through right like um for instance, you know, you have a lot of goals that you want to reach, but you have excuses, like constant excuses, right? So for years and years, you've wanted to start a business, but because you have self-doubt, because, you know, you don't think you have the money to start the business, whatever it may be, you know, you have all these excuses for why you haven't done that. Well, I'll teach, and I have done this in my local branch. Like I've you know, taught a session on let's eliminate the excuses. Let's figure out how to turn these excuses into positive statements, right? Let's positive statements and commitments. So, you know, I, I would like to start a business, but I can't because, um, you know, I'm not smart enough to start a business. So, you know, let's change that around and let's make it, you know, I want to start a business and I will start a business, you know, but I may need to develop more skills or whatever this, you know, whatever this statement could be. But that's, um, you know, that's something like that is absolutely something that I would teach. And I, that's one topic that I've gone over during my brunch as well. So it'll be things like that. Um, but I'll start making it, like I said, I'll make it virtual because I do want to reach um, more people and help more people, um, you know, during this whole journey of life.
0: And, and do you agree that you know even in journey of life there are seasons. Yes. There is uh transitions just like mm-hmm. seasons. So do
1: you. Right. That's right. That's yeah, I absolutely believe that. And then you're you're not you're always changing too. Like your you know your beliefs change and you know the way you see things change. So I think you as a person during these different seasons like you're you're constantly changing and growing and you know, if we're doing it right, like we're, you know, progressing in life. Um, so yeah, absolutely. I believe that. Yeah.
0: And that's one of the key issues and problems and blocks that a lot of people mm-hmm. are struggling with. Right. They don't, they can't, they don't want to let go. They don't even know yeah. what's that's actually right. truly hindering them. It's,
1: hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I completely believe that. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I do too, is I help Number one, see barriers. Like help people see the barriers and roadblocks in their lives. Like they, like you said, they may not be extremely visible to them, Um, but there is something holding them back. There's something keeping them from reaching their full potential. And that's one of the things that will, you know, we dig into, we take a look at what could be holding you back. Like, what are your your what's your thought process? You know, about the world around you, and you know what's keeping you from. Doing the things that you actually love and want to do, and so I knock down those roadblocks and those barriers, you know, to make it a tr- smooth, right, a smooth transition into whatever it is their goals are and their their aspirations and things that they want to do. Yeah.
0: Well, and what have you noticed? You know, during these, you know, group coaching mm-hmm. and, and, and the clients that you've dealt with. Mm-hmm what have you witnessed in 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 their transformational lives from you know watching the process
1: yeah right so That's what i like, noticed yeah a lot of times people don't necessarily realize that they are they have been conditioned to believe things that are not negative uh, i mean things that are negative right so like i said we were conditioned Starting from, we talked about starting from the womb. We're conditioned to believe certain things, to think certain things. And a lot of times people don't realize that what they're experiencing right now and their um, roadblocks and their barriers actually come from what they dealt with when they were younger. Um, not going to, obviously won't name any names, but one of my clients, uh, and she's broken out of this now, she's engaged and she's about to be married in the next few months, but her mom used to um, deal with, like she, her mom used to date married men. That's what she was taught. So her she had several siblings and they have different fathers and um, they all of their fathers were married at the time they were conceived. But that's what her mom's... Um, that was her process. That was what, that's what she thought. Like she honestly thought that if she found a man that was already married, already had a family, they normally have good jobs. They normally are providers for their families so they can normally take care of them. So when she like growing up, she's older now, obviously, but growing up, that's what she thought. That's what she saw when she was younger. So that's what she did. She thought that, you know, the best thing for her to do is to date or try to get married men because they're going to be able to take care of her. They are, they're going to have the money and, you know, the resources to take care of. So, you know, like I said, she's broken out of that, but that was her mindset for years and years because that's what she saw. You know, I have another client that um, is not very good with, you know, money management just because her parents were never taught her how to really manage her money. You know, she would get money, she'd get an allowance and then just spend it. You know what I mean? Like she never was taught the value of saving or anything like that. So now as an adult, like she has a hard time budgeting and saving and she, you know, it's hard for her to hold on to money because she gets it and she spends it. And that's what she's been taught since she was younger. Um, So when I'm, you know, working with these clients we have to, Kind of go back, so I ask them, you know, what did you learn, or what are some of your beliefs whenever you were a child, and as you were like, what did your parents teach you, and you know, what was your, um, what were your thoughts about money, your first thoughts about money, and how was that managed in your home, like that sort of thing. Like, what did you see about relationships? Are your, you know, parents still together? Did you see other family members or friends like with you know, you know, strong marriages? Well, we actually go back um, and take a look at, you know, growing up, like what were your experiences growing up. And then we try to, like, you know, we draw the dotted line and figure out that's the reason why, you know, you're experiencing those things today. That's the reason why you think the way you do. Like, that may not be something that you thought about before. But now that we took a look at, you know, what your past experiences were, you can see, you know, that there is a correlation there from what you were thinking and taught when you were younger to the way you, you know, react to things and how you deal with certain things today. So... That's that's been you know a really eye-opening experience for both me and the clients, and then we kind of deal with it from there. So if, like I said, you know one of my clients has already decided that that wasn't for her, like she wants to be the only one, she doesn't want to be with a married man, she wants to be the sole person in that relationship, which you know obviously makes sense. Um, but there are some people that have not necessarily broken out of those um, original thought processes. Like she's, you know, like I said, engaged and about to be married now, but there are still people, um, a lot of my clients that I deal with right now, they're still, they still have the same habits um, and the same way of thinking because of, you know, what they've experienced when they were younger. So we're addressing those things now and trying to, again, change those mindsets um, to make it, different, like let's develop like, more positive, um, more supportive mindsets to help you, you know, through, through life. Right. So,
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Lanisha, it was a pleasure having you, Thank you on this show. And I look forward to even possibly future, uh, times when you come coming back in and, and yeah. being on show and share with I us what's been going on with you and how things are just constantly evolving oh, that's
1: right that's right constant evolving yeah
0: and i wish you the best of success um i know that they can reach out to you at periscopelife.com mm-hmm. that's right and I'm going to put all that information in the description so they can see it for themselves. Okay. But awesome. fast of success. You're, Thank you, being, And I so appreciate what you do.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. I really had a great time and it was, it was great being on your show. I appreciate it.
0: Well, that was Lanisha. Stay tuned for another amazing episode on Wake Up with KC. You never know who I'm gonna have on this show. Do you agree that you know it's time that we all wake up and take responsibility, even for our ancestors that did not know any better? Been waiting patiently to have this kind of conversation.